Today on the Sales Life Junior, you need a credit score and you need credit history. Think of your credit score as the degree. Think of your credit history as um, your experience, and you need both. Okay, it's good to have a degree, but see the experience. So you can have a finance degree, but my because I've been 22 years in finance, my experience is going to trump your degree. All right, welcome back to another edition of the Sales Life Junior. And what is the Sales Life Junior? Well, the Sales Life Junior is the offspring of the uh, over 500 episodes of the Sales Life. But these episodes are geared more toward junior people making senior decisions. Those young people who are evolving in life where they're learning how to stand on their own, how to earn on their own, career advice, financial advice, just life advice in general. Things that I wish someone would have kind of given me a heads up but unfortunately, it took the hard knocks of life to, uh, to figure that out. And some of that, dude, you're going to have to figure out on your own. But I can at least give you some guidance, some advice. Uh, that way you can apply it to your sales life. Because remember, it says sales is not just a profession. It's a life skill. Because you're going to be selling your way through life for the rest of your life, no matter what. So let's talk today real quick about the difference between a credit score and credit history. And what's the difference between the two? Well, you have to think of um, your credit score as the initial impression. It's my initial impression of you. That's your score. But your credit history is my overall view, my overall assessment of you after vacationing with you for a week. See, I chopped it up with you for an hour. That's your credit score. But over time... I went out of town with you. I vacationed with you. Now I have a, either a stronger opinion of how I initially felt or I may have a different opinion based on your history. So your credit score, think of your credit score as uh, the difference between an outfit and a wardrobe. Your credit score is the outfit. So you come to the restaurant. You got a fly outfit on, man. You look good. But then we come back to your house and I don't know, I had to use your bathroom, so I went in your bathroom, but I happened to walk by your closet, and you ain't got no more outfits. You, there is no wardrobe. That's your credit history. Or I may walk into your closet, and dude, you got, it's like, it's like GQ, man. I walk in there, and it's like damn Foot Locker in there, and you've got a whole wardrobe. Well, that's the difference. And so many people have a good outfit, but they ain't got no wardrobe, Okay. And sometimes people may, may have an average outfit on, but they got a strong wardrobe. And so that's your credit history versus credit score. Because depending on different situations, which is what we'll talk about, is how different lenders use them for different things, I guess is what I should say. So there's three different uh, credit reporting bureaus. There's Equifax, there's Experian, and there's also TransUnion. And so your, um, your credit score determines if a lender will loan to you. Your credit history determines how much they'll loan to you. Because if you're trying to borrow 50000 from me, but your history says that you've never borrowed any money before, you've got no history. 
So I can't loan you based on what you say. I'm only going to loan you based on what I see. And if you have a higher score, that represents a lower risk. And so your scores um, range anywhere from a 300, which is the lowest, to an 850, which is, you, dude, you can sign and go. And it takes a long time uh, to build up to that um, 850. But it assesses, um, so your overall, uh, your initial impression, your scores is a risk assessment. And so if you fall outside of the ranges, um, and so before, if a lender even loans to you or even determines if they're going to loan to you, if you fall outside of their range, in other words, their minimum range is 600 and your credit score is currently a 550, well, you don't even meet the minimum requirements for even for me to even give you a second look. Now, if you're a 620 and my minimum is a 600, I'll look at you. But then also the next thing I look at is your credit history. How well have you paid based on that score and based on your overall performance? So that's what they look at. They're looking for risk because it's nothing against you as a person. It's your performance that they're looking at. And so how likely are you to pay? Your score represents how likely you are to pay because that's all the lender worries about, man. They say, look, if I'm going to loan you this money, can I get my money back and make a little money off of you in the process for loaning you the money? Now, there are internal scores and there are external scores. So in what we call slow pays. So based on your, uh, so you may pay a lender back slow, meaning 10 days late. Okay, it was due on the 10th, you pay them on the 20th. So that's going to affect that lender's internal score. But they're, they're not going to run and tell everybody about it until it's over 30 days. So, say for instance, if, if I'm the lender and you need to borrow 100 bucks from me and you promise to pay me back next Friday, but it takes you two Fridays to pay me back, you paid me back. I didn't tell anybody about it. But the likelihood if you're trying to borrow 250 from me in the future, I'm going to say no because you pay me too slow. Now, if you... If I loan you a hundred bucks and it takes you over a month to pay me back, well, I may tell other people too, because they're going to say, you know, Susan just came and asked to borrow a hundred bucks from me. And I'm going to tell her, Hey, don't, don't loan any money to her because she hadn't even paid me back yet. See, that's the, that's the credit history and that's what they're looking at. Okay, your credit score is determined. It will drop by as much as a hundred points, bro, if you take over thirty days to pay them back. Now, even if you slow pay internally, but nobody else knows about it, it could affect your future borrowing from that same lender because they're going to say that I've I've seen people that had a high credit score but a low internal score that we cannot see, but it's a low internal score. And they'll say, Marsh, look, I can't loan this person more money because they had trouble paying us back on time on the 30,000 that I loaned them before. On the flip side of that, I've seen people who had a lower score, but because their internal score was so well, and they always, they may not have paid other people, but they paid that lender back on time. 
then the lender actually will score them differently and give them a lower interest rate because they know that I know that as a lender, I'm a priority for that person. Now, your credit score is very important, man. It's very important when you go to um, get insurance because the insurance is going to pull your score to assess what kind of risk you are. So if you've got a, um, a risk, if your score is low, the likelihood in you making an insurance claim is high. And because it's high, I'm going to charge you more of a premium versus somebody who's got a higher score seems to be more responsible. And so I'll give them a lower premium, a lower monthly payment or a lower six-month premium. And because the likelihood in them making a claim is low. Because the insurance companies, they'll protect you. They just don't want to have to pay out if they don't, if they don't, uh, if they don't have to. Are your credit scores important also, man, when you um, go to, to rent or even for future buying as well? So if they're going to pull your score to see what your likelihood in paying everybody else, and they're going to say, this person has a high score, so I'll make a lease with them. If they see your score is low and they also see on your credit report that you have broken other leases because those leases, when you break them, you think they go away. No, they report them to your bureau, which drops your score. So if I can see that and I can see your score is low, so the likelihood you've been paying people slow, number one. Number two is I can see on your credit profile, on your history that you've broken two other leases. I may not rent to you because I know I'm not going to get six months out of you. You're probably going to break the lease just like you did everybody else. Your history determines everything, man. So you have to consider those things as well. Your score is like your foot in the door, man. Your history is how wide they actually open the door up. Now, other factors that affect your credit score, not only the likelihood and not only in your repayment, but also in your debt, how much debt do you have, and also how many inquiries that you have. Okay, so the debt, what they want to look at is, is how many people do you owe? So if you make $5,000 a month, but you owe $4,000 a month to other people, if your hours get cut or you get laid off or you get sick, then it's going to be hard for you to pay me as well as pay them. So I may not loan you the money. Also, if I can tell, if you come to ask me for money and I can tell from the inquiries that you've been everywhere else before me, I'm going to look at it two different ways. I'm either A, going to say, look, you've got, you've just got more money, acquired more debt that I don't even know about because it's not on the bureau yet. Or number two, everybody else has said no. And so I'm not, I'm going to say no as well. I'm out as well. So you need both. You need a credit score and you need credit history. Think of your credit score as the degree. Think of your credit history as um, your experience. And you need both. Okay, it's good to have a degree. But see, the experience. So you can have a finance degree. But my because I've been 22 years in finance, my experience is going to trump your degree. Because I have a history of 22 solidly, solid years of being in, in the finance. The experience is so needed. Even though you have a degree, I don't. But I've got the experience. And so you do need both, but you cannot just rely on credit 
score or just credit history. You actually, they kind of need to go fused hand in hand because they, they're, they're needed for different things. Because again, your, your credit score determines if they'll loan to you, your credit history determines how much they'll loan to you. So those are, they're, I don't, I guess I would say they're equally important, man, because they, they really are depending on what the situation is. Now, you need to build up some experience, just like that degree doesn't assure you that you're going to get a CEO job. No, I need to see some experience with this thing. So you need to build some experience. What I want to want to see you as you're responsible enough is, is to acquire three to five, what we call trade lines, meaning three to five different pieces of credit. So it may be a little capital one card. It may be a personal loan from your bank and it may be a furniture loan. Okay. Now don't go rack up a bunch of debt because uncle Marsh said, go rack up a bunch of debt. No, as you are responsible to pay it, but you may want to like the furniture loans, they may have a 0% interest or something like that. You may pay some interest, but what you're doing is it's kind of like taking a lower level job just to get the experience to add it to your resume. So that way it sets you up for future, um, for a bigger job later. And you have that vast experience. It's the same way. You want to get that extra experience onto your resume, which is your credit history. So that way it sets you up for leverage. Cause see, you're, you're playing this leverage game. So that way, as you need to borrow more money in the future, it's going to give you less risk, meaning better interest rates, better terms and conditions, more people competing for you, which means that you'll save more money in the long run. Also, now, a lot of young people say, oh, I pay cash for everything. Great, but you're going to need credit at some time in your life. Start building it now. It doesn't mean you have to use it all. It just means it has to be available. So that way, it, again, you're playing the long range game. You're playing the long game where people in the future look at you and they get the initial impression from your score. And they also see that you have a responsibility over a time and have amassed different trade lines also, because you can't just live on, on, um, cash alone. Cash is king always, but you've got to get to, to get to that king status, man. You're going to need to acquire some credit along the way. And sometimes dude, it's better to borrow somebody else's money than use your own. Um, so those are different, uh, things as well. So this is your brief synopsis, man, of your credit score versus credit history. Um, if you have any questions, man, uh, email me, thesaleslife1 at gmail.com, thesaleslife, the number one at gmail.com. Be sure and share this episode with someone else who may have some questions about credit score and credit history. And then uh, on the next episode, next week, man, we'll talk about the difference between installment loans and revolving loans as well. So until next time, never settle. Keep selling your way through life no matter what. Stay in the sales life.